Hey guys, I couldn't speak over that uh, beautiful introduction by our friend Rick there. Hope you enjoyed that. But welcome to Brand Friends, a podcast about nothing and everything. I am your host, Bree Simmons. Today's episode, uh, we're featuring Dante Tuminello. You guys met him. Um, well, this week is his birthday week. He's turning the big 3-0. Um, and in honor of that, we're going to be giving you some 1988 fun facts. So we're throwing it back this week. Hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to Bree and Friends. Hey, hey. Today, um, it, well, not today. This week is Dante's 30th birthday, June Ooh. 7th. <laughs> so this episode, I decided to give you some 1988 fun facts because I just really love the 80s, actually. And I might be more excited about the things we're going to talk about from 1988. Or than, knowledgeable. Than, than Dante. But that's okay. I'm like, fairly oblivious to most things that happened in the 80s outside of like cartoons. Well, there's some cartoon fun facts that we're going to bring up. I also, I was born in 90 and I love the 90s as well, but the 80s just has something to it, you know? The Goldbergs. It's that, that's an okay show. Oh. It's okay. We'll get into that later. Um Oh, also, we have to do this. By the time you guys hear this, it'll be a special little one's first... Happy birthday, Logan. <laughs> wow. A special little one's first birthday. And that is one Logan Dax Tuminello. Killer name. Killer kid. Um, so, yeah. Happy first birthday, Logan! <laughs> <laughs> great time to be alive you can just have that at the ready and yeah boy i think i 80s, almost right? lo- yeah of course anyway guys it's time to rewind back to 1988 <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Shout out to Ableton Live 10 for that really cool effect. I heard how loud it was it's in called. your headphones, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is so... It's called Hit and Run if you want that. It's part of the effects pack, Ableton Live 10. Get it today. Um, so, yeah, 1988. What a year. 30 years ago. Holy cripes. I remember when the 70s were 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I thoroughly remember writing in my little planner. It was my Auntie Florence's birthday, and she said she was born in 1970. And I was like, wow, that's 30 years ago. Now look where we are. Yeah. Wow. My folks were in in high school, I think. In 88? No, no, no. I was going to say, I don't think so. No, not 88. Well, I mean, not. But yeah. Uh, some fun facts about the 80, not the 80s, 88 specifically. A movie ticket gang. Wow, that was loud. A movie ticket was a whole $3.50, and that's equivalent to $7.48 today. So, I mean, out here in LA, 
it's double that right now. But <laughs> um, back home, I think the tickets run around seven to ten bucks, don't they? I think they're up around twelve now. I think they're around twelve now. Oh, yeah. Wow. Anywho, maybe, a U maybe a no. U.S. postage stamp was uh twenty four cents, which is fifty one cents now. So not too bad. Um, this one really got me peeved because I go through eggs like nobody's business. Um, a dozen eggs was sixty five cents back then, which would be a dollar thirty nine now. And I'm pretty sure um at your local Ralph's out here, they're at like two fifty, maybe. A dozen eggs? Yeah. Maybe close I mean, to two bucks. Can't we can get eggs for like 99 cents over at the like 99 Target. cent store. No, I'm like a Target or Sprouts. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not 99 cents. Not for a dozen. Well. No, sir. That's just silly. You can get <laughs> that's that. Just, that's just crazy. Now, this one, I don't. <clears throat> this is a bit much. A gallon of 2% milk back then was $1.89. And it's like $1.69 now, isn't it? No. Yeah, I just got some. Oh, is it two sixty nine, maybe? Yeah, probably. Okay, well, either way, I'm today a dollar eighty nine would be four dollars and four cents, and that seems like a bit much. It could just be the price change and overall, like, you know, subsidies on milk. True. Too. True. Poke chops, guys. I don't know. Pork chops, because <laughs> this is important. Pork chops and applesauce. For how how much? That's uh, some much Brady Bunch chop? trivia for you uh, 70s fans out there. Peter Brady, when he was trying to, what was that actor? He was trying to act like he was a detective. Pork chops and applesauce. Anywho. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> pork chops were 40 cents a pound, which would be 85 cents now. So, I mean. Eaten well on a budget. I also saw on this same website we got these stats from. Where is it? You could, like, rent was, uh, how much? There you go. Average monthly rent was $420. Took up. But. Where, though? I don't know. Like just as average nationwide? rent. Yeah. Average rent, which wow. 420 which would be, like, 800-something now I looked up. And I'm like, Wow. Is that a one-bedroom? Oh, uh, and uh, um, the average income, annual income, was 24450 bucks a year. So, I mean, they were doing pretty well back then. What a year to be alive. What a year to be born, Dante. Mm-hmm. What a year. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here are the people born in 1988 with Dante. Well, some before, some after. What do you mean? Um, Ashley Murray, who plays Josie on Riverdale, and I'm sure she's been in other things, but right now she plays Josie McCoy on Riverdale of and Josie and the 30. Pussycats. She is. She's tur- she turned 30 January 18th. Um, oh, Steph Curry. There you go, Steph Curry. Look at you guys. Wow, wow. I'm, March 14th. I... One day, or two days before my mom, Sarah Paxton, 
Why does that sound familiar? Does anyone out there know who Sarah Paxton is? Sure and why just, this girl... You can just click on the link, Oh, that's too, too much work. Um, <laughs> Shane Dawson? I've heard of him. I don't know who this He's guy is. He's an internet guy. He's a YouTuber. I'm pretty sure he has a podcast called Shane and Friends. <laughs> I think. <laughs> but really? hey, man. He gets sponsored, so I'm fine. <clears throat> I'm well, poor they, over here. Yeah, that is true. I didn't even, I think that's how I knew about him. Emma Stone! That's cute. The... I like her. Her and her little list. Ah, oh, Vanessa Hudgens. God. Dante, do you know who Vanessa Hudgens is? I know of her. Okay, well, she was in High School Musical. And we <laughs> cut... <laughs> She was in High School Musical, and really, I mean, she also made the great hit Sneaker Night. Basically, what we're gonna do is dance. Yeah, that's right, it's Sneaker Night. Like, she got into it. Her sneakers were glowing and shit. But really, honestly, uh, no, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade, but she was the worst part to me of High School Musical. Like... So much drama Gabriella Montez had. And she always had like these songs about how she has to go her own way and how she can't decide. Where and, is she now? Um, what is she doing? She's doing something. She's being cute at Coachella. They like look to her for Coachella fashion. There's that. Oh boy. She was in the live uh, version of Grease, if you remember, on Fox. It was at NBC. Either way, it was bad. I tried it. I tried watching. Couldn't do it. She played Rizzo. Rizzo! The bad girl. And they thought, let's give it to Vanessa. She's always oh. playing the good girl. Let's. Oh, she was in Spring Breakers, too. Yeah, I... I uh. Anyway, enough of that. I don't know any Shout of Shout out this. to Vanessa. I don't like talking shit about people, but... <laughs> well. I just... <laughs> there's, I, these are supposed to be 1988 births, right? These are deaths. Oh, okay. In the deaths Because I'm like, Roy Overson. All of this, not all of this is brought to you through Wikipedia. Wikipedia.org, guys. Org. Okay, these are deaths. I was going to say Roy Overson was definitely not born in 1988. <laughs> definitely. Do you know who he is? Nope. You'll know his songs. Wait, wait, I was going to say there, I thought I saw something of, I didn't know that there was someone who oh, tried to kill Andy Warhol. Oh, makes that, sense. Oh, okay, yeah, I know. Right there, it's right there. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, he died in 1988. R.I.P. Roy. Um, but yeah, there were some notable uh 1988 births. You're all 30. Kevin Durant, Dante, another basketball player. Oh, cool. I always thought when I was younger that basketball players were way older than their 20s and 30s. You know, <laughs> just like everyone who was older than me, like adult size. I just thought, actually, I remember when I was like six, I thought being 10 years old was just tops. And I'm like, I'm a smooth four years away from that. 
Like, I didn't put two and two together, though. So then when I turned 10, I was like, eh, not so bad. I'm yeah. an adult now. Yeah. I'm 10. Please. Fifth grade true. is hard. Okay. Oh, Nikki Reed. She played what's her name on uh, Twilight. The bitchy vampire. I forget her name, but she was. Is it Esme? I I I do. You know, I Rosalie, don't really. She played Roy Rosalie. Like Hale the kind of pop culture series. stuff there. Dante, you really truly miss a treat with <laughs> Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. I guess I'll just. That's my cross to bear. <laughs> okay, so Dante. Um, all right. Um. So I'm going that, to. Folks. <laughs> We're going to do two things. One, I'm going to talk about what actually happened, but then I want you, because I think it'll be funny, to give me the first thing that pops in your mind when I bring up these 1988 pop culture events and people and things. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson. Didn't he push his mom down some stairs? <laughs> oh, what? Didn't he? Mike Tyson. Like that was a whole thing. I thought like that was like the Simpsons made fun of it with his (laughs) like with their like Dredrick Tatum character. (laughs) I don't know, but I know he was pretty abusive towards Robin Givens. I don't know who that is. Robin Givens. Back to Riverdale. Robin Givens plays Josie's mother on Riverdale. And the mayor, Mayor McCoy. I don't know who Josie is. Ashley Murray, the girl I brought up. Yeah, I know, but I haven't seen her mom. Oh, Robin Givens. She's a beautiful lady. Here, we'll Google image her. I'm sure she is. Like, everybody on that show looks a little too attractive. (laughs) Robin Givens was way too good for Mike Tyson. I don't know why they were together. She was way too pretty for him. I mean, honestly, now that I think about it, uh, Riverdale is like almost like some sort of Barbie Ken <laughs> kind of. I'm uh, a Barbie girl. I oh. mean, they they do a pretty good job. Speaking of which, they either they that, were married. But, yeah. The divorce was finalized on Valentine's Day in 1989, and according to Google, holy crap, the settlement was for over 10 million dollars. And then she was like, I didn't receive a dime. So I don't but know. She denied the report. Yeah. She said she didn't receive a dime of that $10 million. But that's Robin Givens. She's so pretty. So nice. She shouldn't have had to put up with Mike Tyson shit. This was her in the 80s. Look at her. Like, what? Oh, see, right there. That's the problem. What? Oh, see, here's a picture of her with. <laughs> Who's that? Both of them. Whoever. Robin, you're way better than these men. Like, what is yeah. this? <laughs> this picture next to, like, this picture we have of Mike Tyson next to Robin Givens. She, he looks like her, uh, her uh, protective older, uh, like, stepbrother or play cousin, you know? Yeah. And it's like, this is my little sister. <laughs> you know? And she's like, yeah. okay, all right, Mike. But yeah, Robin Givens. She's a gem. Too good for him. 
But the first thing that comes to Dante's mind when he make, when he when he hears Mike Tyson is that he pushed his mama down the stairs. So, I mean, allegedly, I don't know. I I don't know what the. Well, I mean, in eighty eight, Mike Tyson was like in his prime. You know, yeah. he was like, who's the big boxer now? I mean, I, I didn't no really. Attention. What's I don't his really. Name? The other boy, Mayweather. Yeah, it's like, like him. I don't really follow boxing. And he so. tried to use like big words, like they were scrutinizing my words. He <laughs> 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 was like T.I. and uh, here's some 1988 fun facts that I think Dante would be more into. So apparently, um, September 29th in 1988 is when NASA, uh, resumed their space shuttle flights after they were grounded for a while after challenger we all know about challenger that's unfortunate i think i remember my fourth grade teacher saying she either knew the teacher that because that was the one where they had like regular old civilians go up too right the challenger yeah yeah i that's like that's when uh what was her name uh sally ride or something yeah, she was a teacher. Because it was either my fourth grade teacher said that was her teacher or she knew that teacher. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. Just I remember reading about it. a whole generation of kids. Well, we read it in fourth grade because did you guys get the weekly reader? No. Like it was like a little kid newspaper. Mm-mm. No, we didn't get that. Oh, it was awesome. It was like inside edition for kids. Oh my god. Inside edition in twenty twenty kids. I subscribed to highlights. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. It was in every doctor's office I went to, and then I was like, I need to have this in my home. With Goliath and the other boy. It was a quality like you had the bad boy Goliath who was like Goliath throws rocks at kids. And then the other kid, who I'm just gonna call Billy because I don't remember his name. Billy uh, dresses their wounds. I don't know. It was just the opposite of whatever Goliath is did. It, is it wrong or whatever that I can't picture highlights being a... Like, I wouldn't want to subscribe to it as a, you know, a ebook. Like, I would want the full-on magazine as a kid. Do they like, make it as an ebook? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't even know if it's still in print. That's a good question. But someone look into that for us, please. Highlights. You know, we could just look at. We could. We've got the internet right here in front of us. Right here. Right here. Right now. What's that commercial? You know. No. No. All right. More importantly, 1988 in television. Nick Jr. begins. And I wasn't born in 88. It was a fresh two years before me. But I freaking loved Nick Jr. And face. My favorite face bit is when he was drinking the grape juice out of like a crazy straw. And then as he drank it, his face turned purple or the screen turned purple. And it was like a nice lavender. I remember that purple vividly. Hi there. Face here. Oh, Dante didn't have cable, so he didn't see yeah. Nick Jr. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't have cable in our house. So. But Nick Jr. was so good. You, you would have loved it. I think I've shown you 
some of the cartoons, just the animation alone and the concepts, I think you would fucking love it. Like Allegra's Window, they were puppets, like Jim Henson style puppets. There's a great big world outside, Allegra's Window. But I wouldn't have had the joy of all the, uh, I wouldn't have really enjoyed all the uh, broadcast cartoons as much as I Oh, I did. Would have. Dante, I did both. I watched no, cable but I mean, and I'm talking ABC about the and WGN off-brand and all that. cartoons. Yes, that, Dante. Like Mummies Alive yes, or we like don't... Beast. Well, no, Beast Wars was actually legit. Um, like Bucky O'Hare. Listen, I'm saying you could have both. Like me and my sister were well-rounded children. We watched the cable television. <laughs> Your over-the-air antenna television. We Broadcast. read a lot, like a lot. Mm-hmm. We had bookshelves full of books. Mm-hmm. Um, we went outside to play a lot. We had a lot of those like fun outside, to- like the little uh, the Velcro catcher mitt thing with the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. that badminton. Another one, four square. It got intense. Um, so I mean, I'm like, there's room for everything here. Like, we found time in our day. To read, go outside, and watch TV and play with toys all at the same time. We were great multitaskers. And that's why we know every commercial and every um, um, TV theme song known to man. This yeah, is why yeah, how's, we would how's kill that, How's that at working for you now these days? Amazingly, Dante. I win so many online trivia games. Yeah? <laughs> you don't even know. Anyway, Nick Jr., it's great. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> did they have on Nick Jr. They used to have one show I didn't like, but I feel like you would like. <laughs> what? It was called Little Bear. Uh huh. And I just Little Bear. Little Bear, like it was super tra- not traditional, but like old Golden Books looking style. But oh like, man, come to Golden life. Books. I love those. I love the little animated ones. What? See, I don't know any of these that were out in 88 on there. You had David the Gnome that was on there. The Elephant Show. (laughs) Oh, it's a Canadian preschool television show. Oh, and also, yeah, I also had a lot of, we also watched a lot of PBS. Yeah, that too. Dante, PBS Kids. Da-da-da-da. PBS Kids. The Little Bear. It's a Chinese anime television series. They had a lot of like international shows on Nick Jr. beforehand. Yeah, that was Graham's like, fairy tale classic. That was like one of the only ways you'd get international shows. I remember on uh oh Curious Joe Muppet Babies! Muppet Babies was on Nick Jr. Muppet Babies. Loved it. Loved it. And later we got Baby Looney Tunes, but that came on Cartoon Network, not uh, Nickelodeon. Man. Do you remember Baby Looney Tunes? I'm trying to remember what I would have been doing if I, like, aside from, like, what I, you know, I guess I'd, when when is this that you'd be doing all this, like, five, six? What, watching Nick Jr.? Like, being, yeah, doing all that. I guess. I mean, I guess the only other thing that we had going on was that, like, we had uh, had piano and uh, martial arts classes. 
I didn't take piano lessons. I taught myself piano-ish. Well, with help from my mom with the book she got me when I was six. And then I took lessons here and there in between that. But I didn't tart. tart. Uh, I didn't start taking serious lessons like weekly until college, which is weird. But I mean, oh, before man. that, I had um, the organist at our church. Her name was uh, Sister Allen. Um, she taught me piano. She's ha- she had a studio downtown, actually, I think near where the CSO practiced, because I think the Chicago, what's the smaller one? Sinfonetta? Sinfonetta? The Chicago? Sin- you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. Well, they were practicing, and I remember the conductor was going off on the, and he's like, you've got to learn the music. This like, is just wow, like guys. the kids? No. Oh, this, these are adults he's talking to like mm-hmm. this? They didn't learn the music. So he's like, listen, you come on. And I remember that day vividly because I went downstairs and bought a big pencil with music notes on it Mm -hmm. while that was happening. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, shout out to Sister Allen. Um, Yeah. And then I had another lady at our church who played piano, Sister Quinn, may she rest in peace, who taught me piano. And she had long nails just like mine. And she gave me hope. Because she would play the piano and you would sort of hear clicking, but she still played every chord flawlessly, just moving from them. And that's what I told my piano teacher in college. She was great. I loved her. Um, but she always told me, like, you need to cut your nails, Brianna. They're too long. And I'm like, listen, before oh, this, I had the queen of long nails who played gospel chords seamlessly. With these long nails. On piano or organ? Piano. Oh, okay. That's impressive then. Yeah, I'm saying like we work through it. Lady Gaga does it. She's classically trained. Anywho, we're getting off topic. But you took piano lessons at five? I, <laughs> like I, I don't teach five I, years I, piano. <laughs> I think they started me at like right around that four or five threshold. Oh. I'm saying it like I'm it's like I don't have a five year old student right now. Piano. Shout out to you. I won't say your name. Um, televangelist Jimmy Swagger. Why does that name sound familiar? Oh, guys, February 2nd, 1988, Jimmy Swagger was involved in a sex scandal. And he admitted to being with prostitutes. And he uh, temporarily ended his television ministry. Now, my thing is, why was that temporary? I feel like you just done then. (laughs) Did he bring up Mary Magdalene? (laughs) (laughs) Don't come for me, Christians. My daddy a preacher. I already see. (laughs) I don't even know if we're going to make it through all of TV. We're not doing all of these. Because there's a lot here. We're not doing all of these. Ooh. No, the the best one so far is uh the California raisins. Oh, I had those toys. I was just talking about I heard through the grapevine cuz I was um today March during March 19th. Today during work, um Marvin Gaye's I heard it through the grapevine came on, the superior one because Gladys Knight lover, but hers was just too like I heard it through the grapevine. You know, it's like no, I'm not that happy about it. Marvin, though, he came sneaking in there with, you know, get Miguel to sing it now. So I'm just like, 
I, I'd pay to see then that. You, and then the nice bass line he had there with Gladys's, it was like all sped up. But with his, it was like nice and smooth. Like, oh, I know. And I heard it, but it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> then you got the tambourine. <sighs> that was a horrible tambourine. <laughs> Guys, that's the sound a tambourine makes. Anyway, I was I was listening to that and I was like, I thought of the commercial where the California grape, I mean, raisins are singing. I heard it through the grapevine with their little bow ties. I had the little action figures. Mm-hmm. Is that what you would call them? I guess they're not action figures. Dolls, toys. Yeah. Little figures. Um. Did you have them? Have what? The California raisin toys. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That was those were great. Um, we had a few of them. Uh, I'd always mess with them. They had the like the limbs were um bendable. They weren't the greatest. They'd like always kind of like slowly return to a static position. But yeah, that Ooh, was cool. You know what? The Kids Choice Awards turned thirty. That's when uh, Nickelodeon debuted that. I used to watch that all the time. But what I was going to say is... Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. What I wanted to say was... I just had a moment there where I was like, oh, because Marvin Gaye, you know how his dad shot. I was like, oh, man. Like, maybe it in the long run... Maybe in the long run it's for the best because, you know, what's that line go? How's that line go? If you're a he- you, if you don't die a hero, you'll live long enough to become a mon- become the monster or something like that. Marvin Gaye wouldn't be a monster. I I that's what I'm saying. It's like could it have been like a be another like Bill Cosby thing no, here? No, because Stevie's still going. He's fucking great. Okay, that's They came Stevie. from the same they came from the same school, Motown. As far as I know, I don't know Steve Wynn's actual, you know. You know he's going to call you out on that. I don't know him. I don't know him. You've been informed (laughs) that you should not call Mr. Wonder that. I didn't call it to him to his face. Tons of people call him Steve Wynn. Uh-huh. Anyway. um, I was going to say that Lauren Hill apparently in 88... um, made her big debut on Showtime at the Apollo. If you guys remember seeing her uh, perform there, and at first they all booed her when she started singing Who's Loving You by the Jackson 5. And little Lauren Hill, she was 12, 13 years old, and she sang the mess out of that song. And they started booing her, but then near the end, they were like, all right, yay. And I was pissed. I'm like, she's 13 years old. Why are they booing this child? I don't know. Hmm, she had a little press and curl too. Little Lauren. Um, she's touring right How now. How has Geraldo Rivera been on TV for like this long? I guess it's only thirty years, but still, Jesus. That mustache Dante is what kept him on TV. Oh my God. Oh man, oh, cartoons. Cartoons, the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah, the new adventures. Gotta get up, gotta get going. I'm gonna see a friend of mine. 
rain is round and he's fuzzy. I love him because he's just Pooh Bear Winnie the Pooh Bear. The show used to come on Disney Channel in the morning, in the 90s anyway, slash early 2000s. And for some reason, I always got up at like 6 a.m. to go to school. And that's what was on. Anywho, um, I can't say I remember any episodes specifically, but... Of Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. You know what? I just, as, I, as a kid, I just have memories of it. I don't really, like, have any specific recollection. But, like, I have that imprint of the vis- visuals and of the uh, voice. Tell you what, though. The Wonder Years. I've never seen came it. Came out January 31st, 1980. What would you do if I sang What super carrier? Dante, that's not important. What's important is the Wonder Years. Now, Dante, I gotta make you watch this show. This show, Dante, was made the year you were born. That's why it's significant. And that's why you need to watch it. It's a part of your history. Kevin Arnold through adolescence and Winnie Cooper. My God. The first episode, right off the bat, they get you right in the feels. Winnie's brother dies going away to oh, war. That sounds great. Going away to war. Winnie's brother dies. Right and it's like you got a real, and then they have their first kiss. And it's like, all right, now I see what kind of ride we're going on. And Dante, it is a ride from start to finish, The Wonder Years. Is it like, what's it called? What's that show out now? The one where, like, everybody dies in the show or something like that? What? The show with, um, what's his face from Black Panther, uh, Sterling. Oh, this is us? No, yeah. It's not anything like this is us. You mean it isn't always I No, think, it's like, like following the coming of age of Kevin Arnold. He's growing up I think was it based in I the I don't know 50s who the fuck Kevin the Arnold is. Oh, Dante, it's time you've begun. Oh, it aired after the Super Bowl. We are the Bears Shuffleman Crew. That was in eighty eight, was it? Wasn't that eighty five? We I are think it the was shuffling crew, shuffling down just for you. Didn't they like make <laughs> that ahead of time? Like, I think so. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're going to win it. It wasn't about them like winning. It was just their, their thing for the Super Bowl. We're not here to start no trouble. We just want to do the Super no, Bowl No, but shuffling. they like did something else then. I thought they did something else where they... uh. Who played like, in Super Bowl 10, 20, 22, right? That's 22? The Denver XXI. Broncos and the Broncos and the Redskins. Washington. Yeah. That needs to be changed too. Isn't it changed now? It's still the Washington Redskins, I thought. Oh, oh, did they just change the mascot? Like, did they just get rid of them? Or something. Anywho, um, the Wonder Years. Um, like I said, coming of age drama. That's what it says here. Um, and 
it was i'm trying to find the year it was based off it had to be the 60s but i don't know we're, we're getting off topic here no it's not this is the topic it was made in 88 we got to get to other things too yo mtv raps that was very important garfield and friends garfield and friends hey um, Vern, it's ernest i don't know that show what's that show I hey, don't Vern, know. I just oh, oh my. How you doing, Vern? Vern, you Vern, Vern, Vern. Marvel Action Universe. Wow. Was a weekly syndicated television block for Marvel Productions. I am not familiar with that. Dino Riders and RoboCop. Dino Riders? Oh, I kind of familiar with the RoboCop thing unless RoboCop had its own show in which case that's probably what I'm familiar with didn't a pup named Scooby-Doo come out then too Scooby pup Maybe. Scooby-Doo oh boy look what else came out oh, in 88 yeah. and... Roseanne we we're gonna talk about that now listen I'm just gonna bring it forward were we gonna circle. talk about it before the whole cancellation thing well yeah too? well listen that's my thing Here's my quick rant on Roseanne, the show, not her as a person. She's just a little. Maybe I didn't notice as a child or when I was younger watching the reruns of Roseanne because I love the original series, Roseanne, Mm -hmm. you know, and the only thing that was questionable on there about race, and I think they handled it sort of the same way with the one everyone was bugging out about, about the neighbor's. Um, the Middle Eastern neighbors, um, is DJ, and he's now married to her on the new show. <laughs> no. DJ didn't want to kiss um, a girl in his play, right? And the girl mm-hmm. happened to be black. He was like 10, 11 years old. He didn't want to mm-hmm. kiss a girl on stage. Yeah. And they thought, it's because she's black, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Roseanne and Dan were like, we're not racist to DJ. He's like, you're going to kiss that girl because we're not racist. You know, just making a joke out of it like they do in sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was it. Like they solved it at the end. I don't think they didn't have and to. And now in the, well. In the new ones, she, he's married to her. They have a kid. It's great. Um, huh? Roseanne was, and I think still sort of represented. If they didn't, if she weren't so uh, well, vocal about her Trump supporting this well, what i don't understand i just saw some bill maher just put something out about how you know when he was starting off you know he's friends with her and he, she like helped him out and stuff like that and he was talking about how she was very very like social minded and you know very very left-leaning and i don't know what happened where it seems that she's done a complete 180. You know, here's what I think it is. I don't know much about uh, anything I'm just sticking out of it. She, okay, the show back in the day just showed you like a normal middle class, like lower middle class family in rural Illinois. We all know. Families of the sort, you know, I went to school with some families like that. 
And they did touch on things that families from that sort of environment would be ignorant about, like the race thing or, you know, encountering those kind of people. And they always, uh, like when they had like this snooty family move in across the street, like the snooty family, like Roseanne would give them shit because they thought they were better than them. And she's like, you're no better than us. And, you know, anyway, what I'm saying is, I like the show because it was just like a normal family with normal issues. And they hand, but they still handled it in like a very sitcom hammy ish way, you know? Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. we've got 20 minutes to do some conflict resolution. Let's do it. Except I'm when you be had honest, your to I... be continued episodes, like when Dan had a heart attack or near oh, the yeah. end of the season. I mean, the end of the series when Roseanne started writing some of it. And that's when, like, Dan died. And now when they brought this back, I'm like, is he dead? And they just made a joke out of it. Like, why does everyone think I'm dead? Oh, that's kind of lame. Yeah. Because she killed him. If you haven't been able to tell, I haven't seen any of the new ones. And even when the show was out, I didn't really pay much attention to it. Like, I was like, oh, I like the big guy. As a kid, I was like, oh, I like John John Goodman. Goodman is a gem. What a man. Love him. Still do. Um, but yeah, I liked him. I liked Roseanne. She was a little loud mouth. Uh, and I didn't, again, I was a kid. I didn't really know much about her politics or anything. Now, when this one came out, and I even told you I had an unpopular opinion about the show as a black woman who does not like Trump at all, I thought it was sort of refreshing to see on TV of there wasn't even a family of Trump supporters. She was literally the only Trump supporter mm-hmm. in the house. Everyone else gave her shit for voting for Trump. Even Dan? I think, yeah. Wow. Like he never mentioned it. Sorta of like now. <laughs> huh. Her sister's the one who voted for Hillary Clinton. They got like a little tiff. And yeah. again, that's relevant to today. People and families People have families where one side's for Trump, one side's for, you know, good people. Uh And they butt heads, you know? And they showed that. It was like one episode of that. And she even mentioned in that episode, like, look, he was talking about making jobs or creating jobs for people, getting the economy back where it needs to be. She's like, we're poor. We don't have any money. Dan's like fighting for jobs and I've got a bad knee and they have like horrible uh medical insurance you know mm-hmm. so they were saying you know he was supposed to fix things and now he's not like she even admitted like you know whoops yeah so and i think a lot of families are doing that now not enough but a lot are like well he said like i mean and to be I mean, fair people, people do them, desperate things in desperate times that's what i mean like people who yeah, are put in that it. position where it's like listen he's gonna run this uh nation like a business i need it to be run like a business well, and because the problem I is need... i think that's such a fallacy because a, you run a business to make money the government isn't in this to make money you know the government's there for the people and well, it's heard... by the people so technically everyone in the country is the government well, you heard what I said. She said, we don't have money, and he was supposed to do this, this, and this. No, That's no, no. I, I get so, it. I just don't, that 
whole i just i'm just sticking to when you said run it like a business i just think that's a but anyway that's that and that's really all they mentioned of it and the only other very political episode they had was the one where people were upset that like that video we watched where they're like oh now that i've talked to the people i was afraid of they're not so bad these are one of the good ones you know it's like, I don't think they were going for, like, these are one of the good ones. I think it was a moment that a lot of people who are ignorant or racist have. And I wouldn't even, you know, I would say, yeah, they were racist thoughts. She was just straight up ignorant. She thought because they were buying a lot of fertilizer that they were making bombs. Because that was the info that was fed to her. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the ignorance. Yeah, yeah. So she went over. She didn't go over there strictly to ask, are you building a bomb? She went over because her daughter, her granddaughter needed Wi-Fi and theirs went out because they're poor and didn't pay the bill <laughs> and they wanted to use the neighbor's Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So they went over there and talked. And again, it's a 20 minute sitcom. So they had to wrap it up. They couldn't. Well, yeah, yeah. You have to, <laughs> you have to have resolution. Have like three days in between where they're learning new things about their neighbors left and right. And then they got mad because they were like, oh, now they're playing the white savior card because when they were at the grocery store, she told off the uh, checkout girl who was being racist towards her. And I'm like, well, if she didn't say anything, then what? Yeah, that is a good point. You know what I mean? Well, and also I, I think... I get what they're saying, but at the same time, it's like, stop trying to I think one of make the problems, everything malicious. One of the problems is, is that everybody has become so jaded that... Yeah. Like that kind of uh, scenario just doesn't cut it anymore. Yeah. And let me just say, I'm not defending what the girl said because it's not okay. And I mean, I, one, I didn't know Wanda Sykes wrote for the show. <laughs> she was, I thought she was like a consulting producer. She was a writer, I think. Oh, wow. Okay, At least that's cool. what I read. Oh. And one of the articles said, black writer from Roseanne quits and then someone comes like that's not a black writer that's Wanda Sykes <laughs> I'm like you need to recognize see she's straight off blackish and they're like well it's a double dip and blackish does the same thing does it not you what? see how sometimes Andre handles race relations on there or anything on there like an idiot yeah, but that's another episode. I'm not that that is another that. episode. Anyway, it's like um, I, don't, I don't know where we're going here, Bree. This doesn't pertain to 1988 very much. <laughs> what I'm saying is to wrap up the Roseanne thing. I had a couple points to make. I liked the show. I watched it every week. I saw the episode everyone was crazy going crazy about, and I didn't want to comment on it because I'm like I don't want to have people come at me on my page because I get what you're saying. I see both ends of it, and I think, yeah. But not on her comments. I don't see both ends on it. I think she just, she needs help. She needs to stop that. I don't know what happened. I didn't know she was so racist-like. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I agreed. I showed Dante's tweet. Someone said, you know, let's just make a spinoff with Dan hanging out with, uh, or John Goodman. That's his. Well, his I actually John saw. John Goodman hanging out with, um. Jeff, what's his name? A show has done that. One of the shows, one of the like the I didn't late finish. night talk shows did that though. Yeah, but I'm not listen. Listen, I gotta get the whole idea out first, Dante. People aren't in our minds. I gotta let them know. Okay, okay. Gosh. It would be 
John Goodman's character just hanging out with Jeff Bridges and then it slowly turns into the big Lebowski. <laughs> and I'm like, I am all about that. I'm about it. I'm here for it. Resurrect Steve Buscemi's character. <laughs> or he can come back as like a... Ghost? Yeah. That'd be too hammy. Like in their dreams or something? It would just have to be them and the Pomeranian. Them and the, just the faces he makes, or or it could be uh, is it Marty, or whatever his his super or the the landlord oh. of his uh, it's the fifteenth, far out. Just oh 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 yeah, I'll get it to you. <laughs> just just slide it under my door. Anywho, um, I agreed with that, so I want to say before people come at me that I'm not saying I'm for Roseanne because the person. No, Roseanne Barr. She needs to. She really just wants another, something. like, she just really likes John Goodman and I wants do. him to Maybe that's him it. and like, the rest the of the crew not so to lose good. their jobs. Like, I find with a lot of these shows, the main character is not the one that gets me. Like, yes, Roseanne was funny. She had some quips that laugh. Yes, I get it. And sometimes I was for Roseanne. I'm like, kick their ass, sea bass, in certain episodes. But Dan, okay, the people on the show. Like, especially those new actors and especially the dude who plays DJ, because what was homie doing before this? And now they've stopped all the reruns and everything. And so they're not going to get their check for that. And oh, I'm like, yeah. so many people lost their jobs and all of like, I, I was listening to another podcast and they brought this up. I didn't even think of it before. Like all the behind the scenes people, like the grips. Yeah. And what did they the do PAs with them? Did they just lay like, them all who off? Have to or, go I mean, job to job, and it's like they were promised a second season. They were renewed, and now it's like, okay, well, bye. I feel. I really hope that they all still got at least paid through the paid what the you know the absolute you know like a forty hour work week or whatever would be. And you know, Tom Arnold when they were married used to write for the show back then too. And Tom Arnold, they found him. Because, you know, what's he doing? And I never liked Tom Arnold. Let me put that right on out there. I felt like he was just a leech on Roseanne. You know, just like every, if you watch some of his stand-up recently, Mm -hmm. half of his jokes are about being married to Roseanne. Well. It's like homie can you move on and he was just like... probably like itching i didn't even watch the fucking interview i just saw some of the thumbnails and the uh titles that were just him talking about how he was married to her and how he noticed like you notice when some of these celebrities go crazy or say some off the wall shit their counterparts who are less significant come out of the woodworks and they're like oh i know i'm arnold is a leech and i feel like he was just wow. waiting for them to give him a call like please i got some dirt on roseanne because that's all i do now like sit down sit down tom yeah i mean they both kind of fell off the face of the earth it was a weird relationship they were so weird i didn't really follow it again we didn't really watch much tv well dante did you listen to a lot of music because your year is just riddled with some of the best 80s website nostalgia machine. 
So there you go, guys. Go to the nostalgiamachine.com and then you can put in the year and it'll play. That's 1998. Sure is. That's a good year too, though. They'll put in, um, they'll play or show videos of the songs, the top songs made that year and Dante's year, 88. Dad, that's the old Spice song. First of all, Faith by George Michael. I don't think it's. Well, I guess it would be nice. We can't play it anyway. I can't pay him or his estate. Oh my gosh, I forgot that he died. R.I.P. But uh, Rick Astley or Aisley, however you say it, had never gonna give you up. Hello. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. And then he also had his other hit, Together Forever and Ever. Like both. What a great year for him. Um, I feel like that was his only year. Also for Steve Winwood. Valerie. Great year. Um, a great song. Dante doesn't like this song that much, but Shake Your Love by Debbie Gibson. <laughs> shake your love. I just can't shake your love. Mm-hmm. Debbie Gibson's a great songwriter. Real talk. Hold on to the night. Wait, you, I think you passed by one. Richard Marks. Go back up for a second. You got Father Figure by George Michael. This was his year. You missed Def Leppard. Poor, poor some sugar on me. Sorry, we can't play the actual songs. So you'll just have to get me singing. <laughs> what a great year for hair bands. White Snake is this love. Ugh. Oh my God. Billy Ocean, get out of my dreams. <laughs> get out. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you. Get into my car. Wow. Get out I, I of feel my like that. dreams. Dun, 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 dun. Get into my car. Get out of my dreams. Get in the backseat, baby. Nice. Billy. Wait, didn't nice. Billy Ocean <laughs> suddenly? <laughs> Life has new meaning to me. Uh, I don't know if that was 88, though. Oh my god, Whitney Houston. Where do broken hearts go? The bangles. Oh my god, the way you make me feel by Michael Jackson. Rest in peace to like everyone on this damn list. Jesus Louise. Bobby McFerrin. Here's a little song I wrote. Might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Boop boop boop. Oh my god. Yeah, there Beach you go. Beach Boys Kokomo. There you go. Locomotion. Wait, that's Kylie Minogue? How long has Kylie Minogue been around? Uh-huh. I swear to God, I thought Kylie Minogue was out in like 2000. <laughs> what? I did not know she was. I didn't know this was her version of the locomotion. It could be a Everybody's different one. Doing a brand new day. It could just be like the squ- a no, square. No, I know this one, but I thought it was someone else. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Taylor Dane. Tell it to my heart. Tell me I'm the only one. Belinda Carlisle. I get. We do you know that? What's that? I I don't know. I oh. I don't know it. I just know Belinda Carlisle. Dirty Diana. Dirty Diana. Oh, 
oh my god new edition if it isn't love dante i swear to god at dante's birthday party i'm playing this 1988 playlist because it's just hit after hit if it isn't love why do i feel this way why does she stay on my mind and like ralph with his with his little yellow no black cardigan yellow long t-shirt black leggings <laughs> with fucking stirrups oh <laughs> and some nice black loafers yes that's a cute outfit i'd wear that right now Robert brown don't be cruel because i would never be that cruel to you that's that song um i don't know joan that's... jett I don't know Hate that Sting song. For loving you. We'll be together. I don't know that song. Sting? Yeah, I don't know that Sting one. Um, let's see what else we got here. I found some <laughs> By Cher. Mm-hmm. You already said Valerie by Steve Winwood. What is that Whitney Houston one with the Olympics? One moment in time. I know it, but I don't know it. Nothing but a good time. Oh, poison. that was 88. Wow. What a great, like a great year for music. My God. Uh, and that was uh, our cheap <laughs> music segment because I'm not paying anybody. Like, because again, most of these people have unfortunately passed on and that was going to cost a pretty penny to their estate. And yeah. What was number one? Oh, Faith was number one in 1988. Bam. Because I gotta have Faith. Rick, uh, Rick who was, was number, number four, four, almost there. Oh my God, so emotional. Oh, you're so emotional, baby. That was number six. Sweet Child of Mine was number five. How can I forget Guns N' Roses? This was their year. Yeah, that is true. That's their guitar riff at the beginning. That is very true. Pour Some Sugar on Me was only 19? I feel like that would have been further up. Wow, George Michael really owned this year. Oh, he did. He owned life. Dante, he owned life. But don't forget, well, Richard I mean, Marks, Whitney, hold on Whitney to the Houston night, was too. 24. Holy hold on cow. to the night. Phil Collins, a groovy kind of love, number 29. Aerosmith bon Jovi. In. What was the, what was number 100 holding down the fort? Oh, Taylor Dane. I don't know Prove your is. love. You know. <sighs> Share at 94 with I found someone, but it was up there. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Who's in like the 50s? Daryl Hall and John Oates. Everything your heart desires. What's in, who's in the 50s? Let's see. Holding down the middle. Pet Shop Boys in Dusty Springfield. What have I done to deserve this? Oh. I don't know that song. You too. Wow, they have been around for a very long time. Yes, they have. Bono has been really been wailing for a while now. But he wow. still hasn't found what he's looking for. Ding, 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 ding. Remember? You're done. 
You're done. What I'm looking for. The bass line in that, I really love it. Simple, but effective. Ooh. Okay. Um, what are some dun, other dun, 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 you know. 88 events? Um, geez Louise. Oh, we still have to talk about what happened on June 7th. Well, first, video gaming in 1988 it was a big year. Big year for Nintendo. Uh, they released their first issue of Nintendo Power magazine in Bam. July. Wow, that cover looks fantastic. It's all clay. Wowie zowie. Um, That's pretty awesome that they had to make a clay sculpture and do all that. That's awesome. Notable releases. I don't know any of these video games. Oh, I do. Super Mario Brothers 3 yeah. was released in Japan in 88. Uh, Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. In America. December 1st, just in time for Christmas for the kids. There you go. <laughs> um... What's Final Fantasy 2? That's pretty awesome. Super Mega Man 17. 2. Um, what else we got here? I don't know these other ones. Yeah. Well, Do you know, know this, Dante? There's Dragon in it. John Madden here. John Madden football <laughs> on the Apple II. Football! Uh, Where's Frank Taliendo when you need him? Ooh. Bless his heart. He can do like three whole impressions. I feel like he's broadened his appeal now. But yes, he's but he's got that big guy voice. <laughs> oh, Frankie. So that's video games. Nothing huge. Nothing huge. Home video. I feel like there oh, was some more stuff. Guys, these things were released on home video. And also, Ugh. also, VCRs were introduced like sony started marketing them sony began marketing them for the first time yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotta love it we had a betamax and a vcr and it wasn't even the 80s <laughs> wow <laughs> wow anyway you could get uh dirty dancing on vhs so you, you can, can watch drag it over that on vhs <laughs> Boom. over and over again also la bamba ba la 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 bamba Yep, yep, that's, yeah. You know, Lou Diamond Phillips played him. I love that movie. Love a good biopic. Ooh, Robocop and Predator. Both on the same day, January oh 28th. That is what like a, year. a nerd's wet dream what right day. there. Spaceballs soon after on the oh 31st. Oh my god, what a, what a year. <laughs> I am jealous of this... <laughs> Man. But Dante, you can also get Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> I had the Lost Boys too. Beverly Hill Cops too. I meant T O O, not the actual number two, like oh. in, as in Beverly Hills Cops. Um, Hellraiser. Adventures in babysitting. Oh. Her long scarf. <laughs> Remember her long scarf. The Untouchables. Let's see. The Chipmunk Adventure. Wow. We're the chipmunks. C-H-I-P-M-U-N-K. Uh, I'm trying to remember when I got over the whole chipmunk thing. I think I was like <laughs> 12. That's it. We had a VHS that was like a sing-along because you remember when those were big? 
all the bouncing ball sort of thing because oh, yeah, Disney had a ton of them. Yeah. We had an Alvin and Chipmunks one, and I learned that witch doctor song that way. I heard the witch doctor. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. That was on there. They had fun animation. It was like he had the mask on. Yeah, that's right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And they also had that. Can you look sweet upon the seat of a bicycle built for two? I don't remember that one. You know the song? Daisy. Full Daisy. metal jacket. Dante, I'm not done with the chipmunks. Yeah, I've moved on to full metal jacket. Segway. Crisscross. Anyway, Ramble 3 came out on VHS. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> 4, the Dream Master. So, you know, that was E.T. You can own that on VHS October 27th, just in time for uh, 1988, just, just keep in mind. Halloween. Also, Beetlejuice, just in time for Halloween. Oh, that's pretty cool. On uh, October 20th. Um... The rest of these, I don't really... Oh, Three Men and a Baby. I always accidentally saw, saw that, that on HBO. Like, I remember, like, 2002, I was watching on HBO Family, um, Crash Box, and sometimes this would come Big on after people. it, and I'm like, why? What is this show? Or movie. Um, you can also uh, get DuckTales on video. DuckTales. Woo! I remember uh, accidentally... Uh, seeing uh, that movie, what's it called? The Unbearable Lightness of Being. It's got, uh, what's his face in it? <sighs> like one of the best American like actors out there. He, he did Lincoln. He did uh, um, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. My straw would reach... All the way over there. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> but you like what's his name? You like Paul Dano more. I say this is not Get nineteen. Out! This is not nineteen eighty-eight. Anyway, anyway, Dante. anyway, anyway. I'm trying to remember where my this the point of this story was going with Daniel Day Lewis. Oh yeah, so that movie, Unbearable Lightness of Being, it uh, it is a, it is a fairly uh sexually explicit movie for like little kids happen across. Mm-mm-mm. So, and you happened across it. I did. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, and then when I figured it out, I was like, oh. I, I hit the rec- I hit the oh, rewind hey. button, put it in the in the box, and put it back where it was, where I saw <laughs> put it. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. But also, uh, in April uh, 1988, the unemployment rate dropped to 5.4 percent, the oh. lowest since June 1974. Oh boy! Yeah. So yeah, doing well. Jesse Jackson beat Michael Dukakis. Right, Michael was that, Dukakis. Is it was it Michael? Oh yeah, was, okay, yeah. Jesse Jackson. He liked to rhyme all the time. If you can't believe it, you can achieve it. What happened to him? He just kinda like I don't know where Jesse is, but he needs to speak up right now. Is he friends with Trump? I feel like he would know him a little bit. But like, yeah, it was like he's gone and all there's 
it's just Al now. Just Sharpton out Al? there. Yeah. I don't know where he at either. Well, he's he pops up. I still see he him pop- popping he's, up. He's, 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 he's around. Yeah. Anyway, June 7th, moving swiftly over to that, to the date instead of the uh, year. We're on a website called onthisday.com on June 7th. And By I, no means is this an exhaustive a heck of historical a heap uh, happened. account. A heck of a heap. Um, like in 1628, for example, <laughs> English King Charles I ratifies the Petition of Rights. Wait, wait, you can't go with the first one on here. 1494 Treaty of Tordesillas. Spain and Portugal divide the New World along a meridian. Wow. 370, 370 leagues west of Cape Verde Islands off the coast of Africa. Hmm. Wow. Wowee. 1929, the Vatican becomes a sovereign state. Wow. Huh. Look at that. Famous births. Well, we already went through that. Prince oh, Rogers Nelson. Oh, God. I share a birthday with Mike Pence. And Tom Jones. Oh. And is it wrong that I had a more revolting reaction to Mike Pence than Muammar Gaddafi? Well, Dante, Tom Jones. Either way. Why focus on the negative when I'm yeah, telling let's you focus you share a birthday with Tom Jones, Tom and, Jones Prince. and Prince. My God. And Anna Kornikova. <laughs> it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Oh, I don't need a whole list. They gave us a whole doggone list of people who were born on June 7th all the way in 1082. <laughs> the long- Millen Michael Sarah. I forgot. No. Mike no, Michael Sarah was born in nineteen eighty eight. Born in nineteen eighty eight. And my ultimate goal now for Dante's thirtieth birthday is to get (laughs) is to get Michael Sarah to show up to Dante's birthday celebration he's not gonna do it dante we gotta know somebody who knows michael sarah i'm we sure we to. do and i'm sure there's no way in hell they could pull any <laughs> strings to get him games to show up. and video games look at this nerd he can't say no i'm pretty sure he can probably maybe he'll feel too awkward i would feel awkward he seems like a very awkward person yeah plus i feel like just you know Marijuana and uh, beer is too much for him. Is it? Dante, do you remember Superbad? No, isn't, he went, isn't enough for him based on what I've been saying. He went on a quest. Saying. Oh, did you know in... Uh, Whoa! On June 7th, 2013, Putin announced his divorce from his wife on national TV? Wow. And uh, in 2016, uh, Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa divorced. After two years, wow. Dante met Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, if meeting with if meeting him was like a nod of recognition. <laughs> hey man, I got a nod of recognition from Stevie Wonder, and I'm saying I met him. So, <laughs> I would say I met someone if I shook their hand. I, I and and in that case, I shook Janelle. I've Monet's met Cedric hand. the Entertainer. I've met Janelle Monae. 
So that also means I've met Prince because he was pretty much like living through her. So Or an extended conversation, I guess. Oh, and I met Prince What? I forgot Christopher Lee is past. Hmm. Oh, on June seventh. That was such a bring down right now. Oh. Okay. Um Dunkirk. Well that was June fourth. I was gonna say Dunkirk was not your birthday. I feel like we would have heard more about that. What? But June seventh in seventeen sixty one, an iconic piece of old E there's an E <laughs> Old England uh was just what an American oil tycoon wanted for his new township. In the Arizona desert. He bought London Bridge? How come every time you come around my London, London Bridge, wanna go down like London, London, London? The Fergie song. I haven't really listened to Fergie. Well, Dante, you've truly missed a treat. Really and truly. Oh, I love that name. Uh, 555. Wowee. What was it? Vigilus ends his reign as Catholic Pope. All right. What a I'm day. tossing that. I'm tossing that into my uh, name dictionary. Anyway, Summer Olympics in Seoul, South Korea, back in 88. Uh, the U.S. ranked in third place. And... We brought home apparently 36 gold medals, 31 silver, and 27 bronze for a grand total of 94 medals behind the Soviet Union in first place because, you know, they're number one. In Soviet Russia, Olympics win you. Nope. <laughs> Oh, and East Germany was in second. So weird to see the Soviet Union. Oh, Space Shuttle Discovery went back into orbit in September as well. Oh. Look at that. That's way bigger than what uh, Trump won by. You gotta tell them what you're looking at, Don. Right here, I'm looking at a, the electoral map of George H.W. Bush when he uh, got elected. Oh, also yeah, in November... a lot more red there. In November 18th, or on November 18th in 88, uh, President and former actor Ronald Reagan uh, signed a bill providing the death penalty for murderous drug traffickers. There's that. Oh, and this is awesome. In December, uh, the 1st of December, the first World AIDS Day uh, was observed. So that's nice. Hmm. I mean, you know, back then it was like very new. Like, what the hell is happening to all of my friends new? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one knew what the hell. It had to be a scary time. Now that I think about it. To have some disease, just not to bring the party down here, but to have some disease is just taking out like a big community of people. And they all 
you know what? it was primarily what? in the gay community and they all knew each other because you know it's very close-knit very not exclusive what did but... dave Chappelle say he said it was killing off people and it just happened to be all the fun people and the ones that knew how to have a good time there you go and minorities and the cold war was still going on yeah i, I keep forgetting <laughs> that i'm technically a we didn't cold tear war down baby. that wall yet tear down this wall actually I have memories while we're still technically in the Cold War. Shit. Oh my god, Big with Tom Hanks. Oh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out in 1988. If you have have not seen it, you should because it is... It holds up pretty well by today's standards. Um, But it is probably one of the crowning achievements for uh, cell animation uh, integrated with live action. Um, Bob Hoskins is in it. Uh, Bob Hoskins is in it. Well, I don't remember everyone else's names. I just remember him. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, I think, is in it as the villain. Um, And then, you know, you've got an amazing cast of Disney and Warner Brother characters as well as every almost every other animation studio um but for having all these happy characters it's a great noir uh film that also and also gives a history of uh public transportation in LA <laughs> Yeah, it 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 touches on account of basically how all of the public transit was bought up and turned into freeway, basically. Hmm. Now, Dante, roads. did you also yeah, know great. Great, that great Die film. Hard came out in '88? Uh, I did not. And the only thing I know from film. it, I think, is Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. That's all I know. And but also and, and that it is a Christmas film. Yeah. But also cocktail. <laughs> what was it? Which the song Kokomo was in the soundtrack. What what was the bit that they did on Rick and Morty with cocktail? I don't know. Was was that co- cocktail that he was in? I don't remember what they actually said, but it was a good. Also, the probably the greatest movie the prequel to Black Panther coming to America <laughs> with Prince Hakeem of Zamunda. What a great Eddie Murphy in the eighties was the best. All right. Now Eddie Murphy. Now I can't really get with like the donkey bit is funny. I guess like when he starts singing, I'm all alone. There's no one beside me. But you gotta have friends. Donkey! Remember that part? He's got some great lines in that movie. I like that boulder. That's a nice boulder. <laughs> but anyway, that's coming to America. Um, every African-American household has at least one copy of this film. You had more than one copy of this film? Sure. 
Why not? Maybe my dad taped it and we had the actual one. Too. Brie, I've seen The Big Lebowski easily a hundred times That's now a, and was we that still only have one copy of it. <laughs> Is that no, 88? It was like nine, We're talking about coming to America. What is this? And apparently, in 1989, a pilot for a planned spinoff TV show was made. Oh, man, that would have been amazing. I don't know if I would have been. Like, the movie was enough on us. Unless it was, but like, how, following yeah. the guys in New York. Because that was the real treat. That barbershop. I'm going to call him Cassius Clay. I'm going to call him Cassius Clay. <laughs> if the man wants to be called Muhammad... Then you call him Muhammad. <laughs> His little story, and they're like, oh, I got a joke for you. Waiter comes by and gives, what do you say, something, something, some soup. So he says, waiter, taste the soup. Why? What's wrong with the soup? Is it too hot? Taste the soup. Is it too cold? Just taste the soup. Okay, I'll taste the soup. Where's the spoon? Aha. <laughs> Aha. Oh, what do you know from funny? Oh, boy. <laughs> and that was Eddie Murphy. That's funny. It was made also, with a budget of $39 million. They did their, like, this movie was flawless. Also, they played my wedding wow. um, processional song. She's your queen to be. If that is not uh... sung or played, when I walk down the aisle, then I'm starting over. I'm going to stay out until it's done. We have to, we have to find. <laughs> okay, but uh, what's his face? Um, I don't remember his first name. Mr. David, who sang at my sister's wedding. He has to sing it. <laughs> She's your queen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <clears throat> He's got to hit the high note. And... What was his name? The dude who was up there with sexual chocolate? That boy good. Fuck you. <laughs> I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> because the greatest that boy good. love that boy of good. all is inside of me. Sex and chocolate. <laughs> Sex of chocolate. <laughs> he drops the mic and <laughs> That is how I want to exit amazing. the stage each and every time. Drop the mic, point, exit stage left. <laughs> That's awesome. Arsenio Hall as well. He played. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Even to this he played day, Reverend that, Brown, remember <laughs> when like, they were. Like, I'm going to be honest. That's like the only thing i really know him from like i didn't really watch his show arsenio yeah and uh, i every either time it came back do you remember when they were trying to find a date and they went to that club for who oh, oh and then arsenio played that woman <laughs> i'm gonna tell your tear your little friend in half oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> They probably had so much fun making this damn movie. I bet. Oh, that's great. That's great. All right. We'll do another show on, on Coming to America. I'm dead serious, Dante. After this, do you want to watch Coming to America? We're watching Coming to America. 
Only if uh, we can order out. Guys, we have to go. Because we got to watch Coming to America and order out. Like, I'm elated right now. That was 1988. A lot of... Oh, wait, no! Dante, we... Child's Play. Chucky. I don't... I've never seen Child's Play. I saw a little bit of it as a kid. We had it on DVD. And I'm like, I just have to see Chucky. Like, I'm like, I can't not see this movie. And I only made it because it's Ari's fault, if you're listening, (laughs) through... Through the first like killing scene because I already got scared, so we turned it off. I'm looking at that, and she turned, and we had to turn it off. But I'm like, this movie is hilarious. <laughs> Little, hi, I'm Chucky. I'm your friend till the end. Oh, I have to check out Christmas in Tattertown. What? It's a Ralph Bakshi film. It's an animated TV film. Christmas in Tattertown. I'll have to check that out. Is it about... Is it, What's is the it, synopsis? Are there orphan children? No, it's like going to be... Oh, it's one episode. It was on Nickelodeon. It's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. It's on, it was on Nick in 1988. December 21st. Anyway, uh, where discarded items come to life. A stuffed dog. See, they're like orphan toys. Oh, nice. Is it like the Island of Misfit Toys? We are the Island of Misfit Toys. Remember? Yes. Um, okay. What year were those made? Let's find somebody born um, in that year and do a show. <laughs> uh, I'm worried Ooh, that John a lot Waters. of those people are dead from all the uh, you know, asbestos that they were probably inhaling. John Waters' Hairspray was in 88 with Ricky Lake. Ooh, that's fun. And Debbie Harry. Ugh. Such a good one. Mm. Oh, Mississippi Burning. Have you seen that? No. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's a rough one. Is it? I might have heard of it. Is it I remember. Like, um, I want to see Mystic Pizza. I've Mystic Pizza. heard of that. Julia Roberts. What? It's a 1988 American coming-of-age... Everything's a coming-of-age film. (sighs) Coming-of-age film um, starring Annabeth Gish. Okay, let's just... Julie Roberts. I've lost interest already. Dag. All right, well. Did you see Pippi Longstocking? No, all I just know is the name. Do you know the song? Nope. Pippi Longstocking is coming to save the world. <laughs> She's saving the world. Oliver and Company came out then? Mm-hmm. Hold the phone. Okay, you can call me a fake fan for this. I did not know that was Billy Joel, but it all makes sense now. Oh my God! It is Billy Joel. One minute I'm in Central Park. Remember that? Why should I worry? I only know the songs from this. I didn't see the actual movie. Why should I care? Really, you haven't seen this one? No, I just know the I songs like because be, Billy Joel. <laughs> I feel like you'd be far too. Look uh, at this cast: emotional. Joey Lawrence. Whoa. That's another 80s episode. Remember in the show he was in? Whoa. What I'm saying is I think you'd be too emotional to Bette see it. Bette Midler? Dom DeLuise? Oh. Yeah, Bree. Cheech? Yeah. 
Oh my god, I need to see this movie. Oh my Robert god. Lozia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Robert Lozia. Oh, as in, oh my god, it's Robert Lozia. B for by by George. Is that <laughs> Robert Lozia? I can't believe this cast though. Yeah. Billy, Joel, and Bette Midler are enough for me, honestly. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Bet Miller. Bet Miller. Okay. I didn't know. I'll, I thought that came out in the 90s, Oliver and Company. Wowee. Mm. I think we're hit rent a cop. I thought that was just like a phrase, that was a movie. Is that Burt Reynolds? Is it Burt Reynolds? And Liza it Minnelli? <laughs> oh, man. I think we need to see that. Oh, Burt. Okay. Reynolds plays a disgraced police officer now working as a security guard who falls in love with Minnelli, who plays a prostitute. What That's a some high-class... Uh, Wowee. High-class uh, relationship development and storytelling. Cool Oh my god! This is such a good movie. I showed you this. It's like Dear White People, but there were no white people actually on this. There you go. Good man hair with the young black hair. I mean, because it was directed by Spike Lee. Lawrence Fishburne at his best. Like, homie looked amazing don't press it that's that sounds like an italian right there guess again (laughs) it's gus american born see that's american or dutch born did it say that's gus yeah from uh breaking bad but who gets his face blown off yeah he was in school days but back to lawrence fishburn at his peak Dante like not his peak but at his best like the man where, where would you that that's an interesting cultural question where would you say Lawrence Fishburne peaked or has he peaked I mean he is just always great to me I I don't see a decline I mean I I I agree with you on that. I mean, he's just Lawrence is doing fantastic. He barely says anything in blackish, but when he does, it's great. It's gold. True. It's gold. That is very true. Scrooge came out in '88. My mom loves this movie. Yeah, Both my so, parents so love this is, movie. Yeah, a lot of people in my family like it. I don't really. Uh, I've seen it a couple times, but I feel like it's more of a. I don't know. Not my favorite movie with that gentleman in it. You talk too long. This doesn't have a game. Like a... Bill Murray. <laughs> I think that might be it for the going down the list here. Oh my God, working girl. We Melanie gotta see that Griffith. too. Harrison Ford, I didn't know he was in it. Do you remember on Bob's Burgers when they had Working Girl the musical? Philip Bosco? Who is that? I thought you knew the way you said his name. No. I didn't know who that is. Philip 
Bosco. I'm I'm exclamating. Declarative. I was... interjection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you. Mississippi Burning. It's an intense movie. Um. Yeah. You know, KKK burning crosses, things of that nature. I think I saw this when I was like fairly young because mom was watching it. Like, I remember a scene vividly from here when they were all hiding in the house. Ooh, we gets intense. Yeah. Yeah, man. I feel like this is another African American rite of passage movie. Like, every black household has to have seen this movie. This, the color purple. But um, wouldn't. Roots. Each and every Spike Lee film. <laughs> but, well, wait, 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 but it, it stars Gene Hackman and what's-his-face. Like, yeah, but it's about... It's the, about these events. Yeah. But from the investigator's point of view. Well, still, right? From like the investigator's point of view on that? It's, it's black history. No, 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 I'm not arguing that. I'm just curious how that would be, like, how it might be redone today, if it were to be redone. <sighs> well, I should see it then, if it's one of those. You still have to see films. the color purple. Yeah, I still have to see roots. Like, like Whoopi Goldberg is great in that movie as Seeley. But that's like another intense movie. It's good though. You're gonna hate Donald, not Donald Glover. <laughs> You're gonna hate Danny Glover. But I mean, no. But he he, I love Danny Glover. He killed no. the predator. You're not. Gonna... I that is the film. I I associate Danny Glover with Predator. That was the first of the Predators. I know it's the second one, but I saw that first. So for. A few years when I was little, I had no idea what people were talking about when Arnold fought the Predator. It's like, no, Danny Glover. What are you talking about? Jungle? They're in L.A. Jesus Christ. Do you remember the <laughs> the best part was at the beginning where all like the gangs were just shoving predator. coke in their face? What? Yeah, you have to see it. Wow. It's, okay. Oh, my God. It's one of those really bad, like overly like overly bad like violent 90s films that are like it's just such a signature of that period of time is just really bad really bad violence like campy and just horrifying oh um unrelated but did you know that the first version of photoshop was uh shipped on out in 88 oh that's cool like that's weird that's to really think cool. about 30 oh, years of photoshopping <laughs> wow like what was it like back then well it's pro is it that's crazy Wait, it says I 1990 1988 where does it say that created in 1988 Oh, initial release was 1990. Oh. Well, that's super cool. Wow. At least I can point to something and be like, yeah, that, that's around my age. 
It was developed in 87. And Adobe. It's weird to think Adobe existed <laughs> back then. You know? Yeah, wait, what is this? Photoshop files have Photoshop. Thomas Knoll, he was a PhD student at the University of Michigan. He wrote it on his Macintosh Plus. We had a Mac before it was cool <laughs> back then. When they didn't make any games and stuff for it, like you had your own special games. It was still fun. We, I think we finally got a PC like in 2003. That's pretty. Well, that's 2003, so that would have been... We were 13. Mm-hmm. We had Max then. Like, we, my brother gave us his old, uh, at the time it was old, like the Max with the cool colors on the back. Mm-hmm. We had an orange one. It's pretty great. I take that back. We had a Mac and a PC because we had, like, people just give us computers sometimes. So we had, like, fun little one. And we were a very technology based household. <laughs> I'm I, I while Brie was talking, I was also taking a look at the some of the history of the file format, the PSD format. It was kind of interesting that they now have a big version because apparently you need more than thirty thousand pixels of uh, space for a file. These things can carry what is it a length. Maximum height and width of 300,000 pixels. You're going to have to explain that. I don't know what you're talking about. So you know how you can see like <laughs> each little dot? Or like you know how in an old CRTV you can see like each like individual dot? Yes. So that's a, in a sense a pixel. Um, I, think, I think you can still... You can still kind of see them on your screen here. Yeah. But... Now picture 300,000, I don't know how many are on here. Oh, 1920 by 1080. Okay, 1920 by 1080. Mm -hmm. 300,000 of those mm. by 300,000. Like, that's ridiculous. That's huge. Wowie zowie. That's a lot of information. Well, I mean, that's the year. That's 88. <clears throat> So much happened. Things were super cheap. You can buy a dozen eggs for a mere 65 cents or what is it? A dollar 39. I mean, it, it was great. Rent was only like 900 a month. Well, you know, I really want to know how uh, big the house is. Like, was, is this an apartment, a studio, two bedroom? Oh, guys, they're showing 1988 fashion, and I would legit wear this coat. They're showing this wool coat. For $275. Denim outfit, 66 Wow. It, you, you had to pay to look great in, the, in 88. Look at these leather gloves. Jean jackets. What, are those, what were those shoes called? Where? Shimmering skimmer. Shimmering skimmer. 20 bucks. Belted boot. 30. Wishbone sand. Oh my god, the amount of wishbone sandals in my household. I'm not surprised by that. Oh my god. Here you go, Dante. 
Wow, it's a 30-year cycle. Here you are. Here's the men's clothing. A I nice wanted, plaid I shirt. jeans. You're getting slacks. <laughs> nice cardigan for 40. Look at Skip there. Look how great he's doing. Oh, my God. Toys. I don't believe we didn't there's talk a, about toys. There's a lot of... I like the, the foot piano. Footnotes. That's that pretty cool. That was on big. I had a play school kitchen. I don't know what that baby grills is, but that's Transformers. Not okay. Oh, my God. Don't, don't touch the screen. It's a touch screen. Oh, that's right. Babe, baby. Barbie TV game show set. I want this now. Why did I not know this was a thing? Because you weren't born yet. Rebecca and Anthony, I want answers. Y'all knew doggone well what that Barbie TV game show set was. And you knew that I would want it. Now, I had plenty of Barbies back in the day. And I'm just wondering why this wasn't in my uh, card catalog. Barbies. I sound like a spoiled brat. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> I had so many Barbies. Crates and crates of Barbie. But not game show Barbie. You mean her show set. That is true. Oh, the camera and everything. Ken's on camera in an action pose. <laughs> do you see? <laughs> I see it. He's ready. You got a cop's vehicle. I didn't Transformers. Know. Transformers were expensive. My God, twenty six ninety nine. Because those are like probably all like hard die cast metal. Mm-hmm. You could probably kill a kid. You could probably oh. bludgeon a kid to death with <laughs> one of those things. Rain Man came out in eighty eight. <laughs> uh oh, Wapner. Wapner's on in ten Enya minutes. Enya was a popular musician. Mm. Enya's still a popular musician. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Popular musicians. Who else? Robert Palmer. Okay. But she's getting a first billing over Michael Jackson. Ugh. I think this is an alphabetical word. No, it's not, because nope. R. George Harrison. Well, it's just weird because all the G's are together. Yeah, I think this is a, just a two-bit website. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, you can see the nice calendar. So you were born on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday's coming. Did you bring your coat? I'm feeling fat and sassy. And now your birthday's on a Thursday this year. Yeah. Wow. Christmas was on a Sunday. Yep. It was like that this year, too, huh? Or was that last year? Uh, it was a year or two ago, yeah. I don't remember. Hmm. Hmm. See, you can double dip, go to church, and celebrate it. There you go. All right, well, guys, that was Dante's birthday slash year. Dante, do you have (laughs) any parting words reflecting on your 30 years of life? Um, it's been a good run thus far. Um, no, nothing too much. Just that I've really enjoyed it and I am looking forward to hopefully another 
three or four more 30-year periods in my life. Say three or four years? Are you not telling me? Oh, I'm looking forward to another three or four years. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's been good. I, I don't know. I, I don't really know. No one's ever asked me that, so I don't really know. It's just been... I don't have any words of wisdom or anything. It's just been fun and... Yeah. All Looking right. back as a kid... Trying to imagine what it would have been like now, I would have never imagined it being like this. That's true. Just even where, like, me being out in LA, and just even me, uh, just even the current level of technology would have just kind of blown me away. That's true. I never thought about it either. I mean, the fact that I have what. If I'm not even considering them computers, just like the displays that I've got, like, you know, four, five of them. Like, hey, kids, how many? It's like, it's a, it's like Back to the Future when he goes back to 55. It's like, yeah, we got two of them. Wow, you've got two TVs? You must be a millionaire. <laughs> oh, real. Now people are so cool, they don't even watch TV. It's like people are walking around with. A portable computer that also happens to take calls. Now. I watched Hulu at work today on my phone. <laughs> yeah. You watch TV on a phone. That's wacky. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I guess that is something to think about. Also mm -hmm. just the over proliferation of just garbage too. But <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's another discussion for Where later. Where your president can now tweet something and now it's law. You know, it's not law, well, but it's you know what it's, I mean. Like it goes into the national archives. Oh boy! I know. Yeah, I think that's one of the most upsetting things is that tweets are now part of the national archive. Oh, they're taken as like a serious thing. Like people put out full out press releases on Twitter. Like I, I, I'm worried I'd get in trouble trying to use Twitter now. Like I've never really ever used it. Like I think I started it back in 2011. I looked at it the, a few months ago and I had like 15 tweets and they were all like from the first two days of me having the account. You tried your best. It's just like, it's stupid I, I i mean i don't know i don't get twitter i mean i do but it's just stupid all right and <laughs> i sound like an old man this is something no i'm not familiar with it and i don't like it <laughs> well i yeah i agree i guess but i'm a social media whore so I mean, I, Twitter is I mean, fine. I mean, look at this podcast. Like, Twitter is perfectly <laughs> fine be like just voicing an opinion that where it doesn't mean anything. But now that everyone is taking like this stuff seriously, it's like, why even like, it's stupid. I just don't like Twitter. No one needs to know that much about nothing. Well, if you want to follow my Twitter at Friends 90 <laughs> I live tweet random reality shows or movies that I'm watching. I just got done live tweeting season two of Riverdale. Gets intense. It's all on Netflix now if you're like me and you don't have time to actually watch it on the CW and they only have the newer episodes out. 
it's your day it's your time catch on up 21 episodes i think on season two people are like that show people are just not disturbingly but uncomfortably attractive just everyone on there is made up in such a way or it's just like i feel like i'm watching a real life like barbie and ken show in a sense Archie's speaking such of an which idiot but that's later another episode so i won't spoil anything here but he's an idiot just like in the comics he's a lovable goof is he though but here it's like magnified because there's real things going on <laughs> in this town where people trust the teenagers with uh, never mind please tell no me this is on the cw yeah oh thank god okay it's like this is perfect for them it better be on there you like Gossip Girls and Pretty Little Liars and The Young and the Restless, then you'll love Riverdale. I only like one of those things, Gossip Girl, XOXO, but... You like Riverdale. I know, I'm saying if you... I was talking about Riverdale, I mean, uh, Pretty Little Liars, Gossip oh, Girl, and oh, Young okay. and the Anyway, um, so that was 88. Um, yeah, great year. Great music great fun little pop culture things that I you know what I wanted to say is I wonder if they knew all these things we're talking about now would be as big or like part of like that uh, pop culture cult culture I feel I feel like they I feel like all of the bad things they would have thought were would be remembered like like you know like Chucky who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought <laughs> that made it so long? It's still the even Photoshop. Photoshop oh, yeah. really surprised me. Now that I think about it, and Guns N' Roses, they knew that. But yeah, but they I'm sure like everyone knew that when the Axel Challenger Rose. blew up, that was going to be etched in history. Oh yeah. Hmm. Everyone remembers. It's like it's easier to remember the bad stuff for some reason. I guess. But with that being said, Photoshop Um, is awesome. And on that (laughs) random note, um, (laughs) we're going to jet on out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Bye, everybody. Happy birthday to Dante. Well, it's birthday week. So we'll still say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dante. Thanks. Wait, I might have a sound bite. Well, I think I just have the rewind button. (laughs) What are are the other two? (laughs) Here are my other sound bites I had queued up, guys. You had the chimes in case we went on a mystic adventure. And? And then, I don't know what this one is. Oh, my. Or like, you could fade it, you know? No, I'm saying you vocode it. Like, it's like... And... The starting line. Oh, God. You're Chicago Bulls! Oh, wait, it won't go back. The volume won't go back up. All right, that's enough of that. 
Okay. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. I will see you next weekend. We have a new time slot now. I don't know if I'm saying we. It's just me. I have a new time slot now. The weekdays weren't working for me. I'm a very busy gal. I have a lot to juggle. And I just don't have the time to dedicate towards the uh, show that I want during the week. So we're going to move it to the weekends when I'm a bit more open and party it up then. So next weekend, I will see you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging around. Happy birthday, Dante. You got anything else? Uh, Quince- I may be around for the next one because coincidentally, we're celebrating my birthday next week <laughs> on that weekend. So I will definitely say hi. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Bree and Friends Gang. To stay updated with the latest episodes every weekend now, subscribe via SoundCloud and or Apple Podcast at Bree and Friends. That's B-R-I ampersand friends. To get some behind the scenes and fun little updates, follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Links to all of those, including my personal and music pages, are in the description box. As always, keep on keeping on, and I will see you guys next week.